This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer all questions on health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bra science. So please keep in mind that we ain't doctors and we haven't ever claimed to be. That's never happened. Ah, we're just a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves some fitness and want to help you with yelp. Yeah, and the help is right now. And the way we start off every episode is here in the wait when we rec- ah, here in the wet when we welcome our guest, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Kula. The wet room, the, the wet, wet room, room baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Writer, comedian. He's written for Mad TV at midnight. Wet room, wrecked, wrecked. Wet room, wet room. You could see him Monday nights with Eugene uh, perform with the Smokes at UCB Franklin and at the wet room and at the wet room every night dancing his fucking ass <laughs> off. Yeah. Like you don't Gonna care. get saucy, baby. Yeah, <laughs> saucy, Chris. Ladies and gentlemen, the saucy. The saucy. Chris Kula. So here's how this is going to work. You guys are my personal trainers for the next hour or so. Whoa! We're going to get into how you can help me with my fitness. God, coming in hot. Yeah. Coming in hot. Uh, Let's get doing to it, you guys. Let's get doing to it. Doing to it. Uh, So here in the weight womb, or how I like to call it the weight womb, or how I like to call it the white room, or how I like to call it... (laughs) The wet room. We talk about what's going on with you in the past and then presently with fitness. What's going on with you, Chris Kula? Uh, I'm running, baby. I'm running this town, and by this town, I mean <laughs> Burbank, <laughs> North Hollywood. Oh, just the valley, this... Silver Lake Reservoir. You're not even talking about just Los Angeles. You're talking about this specific, specific part of town. You yeah. hit, yeah. you hit this part... area over here. Yeah. You no, handled Los Feliz and then moved out of there because you knew you were finished. Yep, yep. I ran those hills. Yeah. I'm a runner, all right? Let's all right. get that. Let's get that. How long have you been running? How long have you been gumping? <laughs> That's what they call it, right? Yeah. You see a guy. <laughs> if, you're, if you're running like within the streets, yep. not like you know sometimes in races, but just in the streets, that means you're, you're forced gumping it. Yep, right? yep. Picking up towels from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, a little ridiculous when he invented the smiley face shirt. Yeah. Because he wiped his face, and then it just looked like the graphic of the smiley face. Have a nice day. You got to do it, baby. If you got to, like, make <laughs> this guy a you know, key, pivotal part of history, yeah. you got your seminal moments. The invention of the smiley face was one of those times when America just... Cooley, says, you're mainly a writer. Is, what, does, <laughs> did Forrest Gump feel like a first draft to you? Finished product. <laughs> yeah. no. I, I liked Forrest, Forrest Gump. I, this has come up before, maybe. Never. I liked it, but um, and then like when I started hanging out with comedy people, I was talking about how I liked it, and everybody's like, that, that movie sucked. You're not supposed to like it? I'm not supposed to like it. What do you guys think? Sincerely liked it or no? I uh, liked it at age 14. 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's fun to just go to Bubblegum Shrimp and not like it. Not like it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't like that it beat Pulp Fiction, right? Didn't It, it did. Yeah. Was it that year? Yep. Yeah. Every year. This is the first one that got it right, and I almost got it wrong. Oh, yeah. With the whole moonlight. Nah. <laughs> cool. La I La heard Land. you were furious about that. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you were furious. You wanted La La Land to win. It was my story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's the story it's a of... town you run. Yep. Yeah, Burbank. Uh, you got Burbank unlocked. So yeah. you've, been running, you've been running L.A. You want to know my story? But I want to know your story. Well, yeah, let's hear the past. I want to hear the deep cut. 
Let's get the deep cut. Lived in New York for, what, six years after college? Never ran once. What? Uh, yeah, I think we did one 5K in Central Park, and it was a major achievement. Like I was like, <laughs> holy shit, going to run three miles at once? That's Did All you right. train for it? Did you train for that? I think I did one, like, yeah, a couple weeks of, you know, slight runs up to, like, well, anything over two and a half miles. I mean, this is uh, un- <laughs> uncharted yeah, yeah, territory. Yeah. <laughs> and then did it and was like, oh, this is great. I should keep this up. Didn't keep it up. Uh, came out to LA and I think there's something, I mean, you can probably agree with this. There's a, just a different mindset in LA Oh yeah. versus, you know, last call at 4am. I think it's last call 4am McManus. You mean even within our community, like the comedy community? Certainly within our community. Yeah. 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 And then also I feel like the, um, the topography and the weather. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like you have for a, sure. a couple of like a month of good weather in New York, right? Yeah. yeah. For running at yeah. least. And then in LA, like it just it just almost beats you into wanting to do something. But there's also like, it's this been nice for 500 days. I should do something. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you see so many other people exercise out here. Yeah. Like you're not going to see people exercise in New York because the gyms are like in the basement of things. Yeah. So you're not going to see that uh, unless you go to Central Park and you see a couple of people playing volleyball or whatever. Um, also, I think like in the community of like in our community and when we moved out here ish. The idea of moving to L.A., you were being serious about your career, which means being serious about everything. Right. And I think that included, like, getting healthy. Yeah, and, and uh, taking care of your mental health, which is a big part of running for me. Is yep. like Mentally. Decompressing, chance to think. And that's when I did start, like, I'd get stressed about, you know, career or whatever and be like, well, let's go out and run around Los Feliz a little bit. And, yeah. And, you know, just it's a way to burn off some stress, burn off some, you know, mental anxiety, whatever. And then it was like probably about 31, I think I was, when I ran my first half marathon. And that was like, all right, I guess we're going to really like train in earnest. We're going to like, you know, set up a routine. I didn't have like uh, any kind of app yet to track my running. So that was like a first step. Like, oh, I'm going out way too fast. I need to actually like keep track of my pace. Oh, this is a good way to quantify it. Cool. Figure out like what I'm capable of and what, you know, I should be running at. And then just like being able to see, and I started using Runkeeper. That's the uh, that's the one. That's the one I like. Um, and then just like you know, oh okay, so this week I did this X amount of miles, and now I'm gonna get into a, a, a you know formal half marathon training plan. And, then and how I, long did it, uh, how many times a week were you running leading up to those uh, wh- when you first started, like at 31? That uh, first race I did was the Disneyland half marathon in uh-huh. Anaheim, and. <laughs> Was that? <laughs> what was that saying? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I ran it too. <laughs> I swear to God, I did uh, with my old lady. But the, I did the one where you actually run the bases at. Oh Angel yeah, State. yeah. Did that's you do that one. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's, that's like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's part like you get you know you start in the uh, the theme park, yeah, and then you get out into the streets of beautiful Anaheim under like you know 90 degree yeah. heat and like beats you down, but then you give you a little bit of reprieve when you get into Angel Stadium and like there's people in there cheering you on. Yeah. Um, yeah, Trish did that one too, and I went to support her. So then I was just like in the park the whole time, and the park's not open yet. Yeah, so it's I could. It's a weird tease. Yeah, so I just kind of like hung out and waited till she came back, and she's not that big of a sports fan. So she, even the the Angels thing, I was like, oh, but you got to run. Yeah, she was like, yeah, we ran inside and then back out. I go, <laughs> but you ran the bases. She was like, did we? I go, yeah. Everybody's talking about it. 
Anyways. I just wanted to be over. <laughs> yeah, she was just done by then. That She had to run through Anaheim. Yeah. Did you see people with, like, Mickey Mouse gloves and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, people, people in like, costume and shit. Yeah, unnecessary, exorbitant heat, layers of heat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, you could die, you know? Just <laughs> FYI, guys. Uh, and that was the first one you did. And it, just, that it pretty much destroyed me. Like, sure. Uh, uh, partly because I wasn't wearing the right shoes. Partly because I didn't have the right uh, running gait down yet. Ah, okay. Um, that, like, the, the couple days after that, I was, I mean, it was tough, like, getting out of bed the next day. Like, it was just so, yeah. my whole body was, you know, kind of wrecked. Um, and my process since then has been to refine the toll that running takes on me. Yeah. By adopting, you know. Working like making a concerted effort to figure out what my proper running gait's going to be. Wow! Um, like I never even think about that well, still because I don't run on a regular basis. Yeah. But how long did it take you? Would you say for you to find the the gait that makes the most sense for you, like your your stride, your gait? Let me also say this too: um, you want to talk about training in between races at yeah. some point today, and what, maybe s- figure out something that you could do to kind of you know, maintain your baseline level of fitness, but then also enrich your running. Yeah. Also. You're currently not training for You don't have a race coming up. No, I did. My last one I ran was in February. Vegas? Uh, was that I did, the Vegas one? Vegas is in November, oh. uh, which is a great Oh, and you did time. one after that one. Yeah, that was kind of a spurt. Like, I do the Vegas one the last three years. It's in November. It's run the strip at night. It's super fun. Oh, that's cool. Great yeah. excuse to go to Vegas. Uh, and then, like, you know, justify the big buffet that comes after yeah. the race. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so, and then also, I'll say this for people. So this is cool to hear because people will hear these numbers, um, 13.1 miles, right? Yeah. So it's 13.1 miles. And if you don't run, that's like, fuck that. Like, I don't even like driving that in my car. But do, you, do people say that? Yeah. I don't like, like too driving. Far going in my car. They say, fuck that. I don't even like driving that in my car. Wow. I've heard at least 17 people say wow, that. Wow. Wow. Just today. Eugene. Wow. You talk so you to a lot to... of people about running in miles. It's I mean, a common expression. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Don't hold my feet to the fire on that. Uh, I don't know. I, I got proof of that's it. That's not an expression. <laughs> it's a fucking expression, dude. People will tweet at hold you. Hold my feet, feet to, to the, the fire. Feet to the fire is in. A f- oh, it's that Kanye song. Yes. No, it's not. Yes. Feet to the fire. It's not. That's made up. Okay. <laughs> but no, I'm saying this. So, so people hear these numbers, and it's the same thing that you went through. You realize that there's actual. There's two kinds of technique. There's technique in preparing for a race, and there's technique in your actual mechanics of how you run. And so if those two meet together, you can actually make it like a doable, not horrible experience for yourself. Definitely. But it, it's, it's a little bit of trial and error. Uh, but, it's all, but there's like so much good research with like, you know, communities and the Internet now that you can find out like different programs to use to kind of like build up that, you know, build up a little bit of a buffer so that you're not you're not hurting yourself and it doesn't feel overwhelming. Right. And then, like you were saying, it puts you in Vegas and you get yeah. to go gamble and party afterwards what was the one that you did on the uh, uh on, in february that one was right here in la it was like a uh it was called run to remember la and it was uh uh i think a fundraiser for, for fallen uh first responders and police. oh wow uh, but it was just the fact that it was starting and ending at the grove i was like well this is pretty convenient oh that's pretty cool yeah, i can't like pass that i was wondering also i was like oh i hope he didn't do the firecracker one before because that one's rugged <laughs> Yeah, you know about that one, Stanger? No. The Chinatown, Chinatown Firecracker? One. No. Oh, man. It's just, it was a 10K, right? Yeah, they do a 5K and a 10K starting uh, at like uh, in Chinatown, and it goes up through Elysian Park, and it is some of the hilliest, Ooh. most punishing. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. shins. 
and calves were crushed yeah. from like the 10k. We haven't done that in a few years. No, yeah, we were, were big ham hocks. Those calves. Yeah, my ham hocks were crushed. Yeah, Jesus. I, I, they were. I had. That's a lot of muscle to yeah. fatigue, man. All just so we could go like, oh, we're in Chinatown. We should do dim sum right afterwards, which is not a good meal. No, the dim sum crushed me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those dim sum ham hocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is not a good meal. That's not recovery food. <laughs> after uh, after a long run. Uh, that's interesting. But funny. I'll tell you, after this last half marathon I did, I was ready to go for a run that night. Wow. So, like, the progression over time of, you know, what my body's, like, capable of, what I've, like, sort of trained for yeah. has seen. I mean, it's taken, you know. Yeah, like so six... I cut you off about mechanics. Oh, yeah, your you, gate. Your gate. So mm-hmm. you, you know, you're going all the way back to New York where you didn't know what the fuck was going on. And yep. then having a little bit more regularity in Los Angeles and then unlocking maybe some mechanic unlocking issues. the potential uh, oh, yeah. it was like neo in the matrix yeah 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 you started seeing all started the seeing o's and the ones, ones. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like on the ground and i was running yeah. <laughs> Whoa. and all the rest of the smokes were like he is the one yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh the first thing can i give a piece of advice for people yes. who yeah. are like novice to running or or you know uh unsure about it go to a running store and get your like feet checked out and and have your a uh, proper shoe fitting because uh, they figure out someone with a foot fetish. Yeah, they they figure just go out. and hang out. It's great. <laughs> like you can see how people like taking their shoes on and off. Yeah, on <laughs> stockings. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I like what I see over they, there. And they gotta handle them too. Like you, they gotta handle your Gross. feet. Yeah. Gross. I have a Elton John foot fetish story. Do you guys want to hear it? Nope. No. Okay. No. Uh, so what? He likes your feet. Uh. So. A uh, personal training client of mine went to an Elton John show, and he wore new dress shoes. And, like, his feet were hurting from wearing the shoes. He's an older guy. And uh, so he's like, this is just, like, this weird coincidence. He noticed in the front room, this is in Vegas, he had great seats. He, spo- he was supposed to get front row because this guy's a whale, like, plugged in and, like, you know, gambles and shit so he can get front row anywhere. And so he was one row back. So that I thought he was just a humongous guy. <laughs> yeah, big he old boy. He couldn't see that. No, nah, he's in shape. He's oh, okay. in shape. Come on. He's one of my clients. Come on. Uh, uh, hey, come on. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Uh, uh, here he is. So, uh, he, uh, so he's noticing in the front row that all the, guy, like, all the people in the front row have their shoes off and their feet out. And he was like, shit, oh, maybe no. I should take my shoes off if everybody's fucking doing that. And I don't remember if he did or not, but he just kind of noticed how weird that was. And there's all these people sitting in the front row with their shoes off. And then uh, so afterwards, he was like talking about it with somebody that set him up with the tickets. And they said, oh, no, Elton John has a foot fetish, foot fetish for younger, good looking guys. Oh, and so he weird. has somebody spot them before the shows. They offer them free tickets in the front row. They just have to show up barefoot. Gross. And, like, he doesn't like, uh. like ogle over, but he'll just kind of like walk around and check them out. And, it's, and like, look and, down. And yeah, but that. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you're not going to – you're you're still, like, that's gross. Objectifying those yeah. poor boys' feet. Is and that what you're yeah. saying? There's no guarantee that, like, a good-looking young man has good-looking feet. Like, yeah. there can be some nasty bugs. No, I mean, yeah. I think he's – you know, I think it's it's Vegas. He's taking that gamble. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess he is. <laughs> yeah, there might be a bunch of guys who are doing slackline. Yeah, you know, I mean, they've got, like, yeah. callousy feet. I mean, my feet sometimes look like I've been in a maximum security prison or something. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, like, uh, that movie Lost Boys? Of where, course. Where, like, they're hanging upside down. They have, yeah. like, the wolf-looking feet. Yeah. yeah. Like, sometimes mine look like that. Sometimes you have them wolf feet. Sometimes I got wolf feet. Um, <laughs> I did lose some toenails for those first couple of races. Oh, yeah. I remember That's you. That's, like, a rite of passage. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so... Uh, I but think- I, so, so, legit... Legit advice: Go to a like a front runners or some kind of store that specializes yep. fleet in feet fleet feet or feet. runner yeah. circle. Yep, 
and then have them. They do like a test. They do a test. They, they put you on a treadmill. They see how your feet, you know, uh, rolls, whether it pronates or supinates, you sure. know, it rolls to the inside or outside, and they can recommend the the right sort of you know support shoe if you need one. Because um, because a lot of the running like the technology is built around people's natural gait, mm-hmm. and so if you get the wrong shoe because it's on sale or something, you right. could like be forcing your foot the wrong direction, or you just yep. think they look good, totally, and it's just like yeah, you know, you're, I think you're I fell victim it. to that, yeah, uh, for early on. Until I mean, I that was like a out. basketball shoe for a while. It was like it doesn't matter how if it yeah. fucked up your ankles, yeah. Yeah. If they were Jordans, they yeah. were Jordans. They yeah. were Jordans. Yeah. yeah. When you should have been wearing that pump, you know. Yeah, you should have been rocking those pump. You should have been rocking those um, those Reebok uh, black tops. Yeah. <laughs> David Robinsons. Yeah. Uh, uh, so also people that are getting into walking some distance too. Also worth it to go to one of those stores and have them take a look at your gait. Yeah. You, you, you get, invest yeah. in good good walking shoes or running shoes for walking. I'll also say you can pull the dick move of getting the the sort of uh, exam done and then being like, take their advice and go and buy it on Amazon or Zappos. Sure. Uh, you know, it's nice to support small business, but at the same time, if they don't have right, right. what you're looking they for. Usually, that, yeah. They usually might have just like the one color yeah. or the one. Kayawanos like that are like $187. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't afford those. I mean, that's when people get nervous about, you know, salesmanship, especially at those places, that, oh, they're going to sell me a $300 <laughs> shoe. Right. And it's like, no, they're just going to make sure that you don't hurt yourself. Yeah, and I think they'll be. I think they're open to it. Maybe if you just you know, aren't as you know overt as taking out a notebook and saying, "So uh, again, yeah, what, yeah. what model do I need? Let me write that down real quick." Yeah, or just taking a picture of the uh, box, or like having Zappos open on your phone, <laughs> <laughs> having them actually like complete you, the transaction yeah. for you. Hey, do you guys have Wi-Fi here? Can I use your? <laughs> That'd yeah. be so your, helpful. Your, your desktop. <laughs> Thanks. Uh oh, we know what that sound means. Well, we know what that sound means, and if you listen to the podcast, you know what that sound means. That is our motivational marker. Yeah. What, t- what time is it coming in at today? We're at 17 minutes in. 17 minutes. So if you guys have been working out while listening, you have done 17 minutes, and you don't have much more to go. Guess Good what? job. Uh, we're talking about running and walking, so we're hoping that maybe you've been doing one of those two things, or maybe hiking, while we've been talking. Uh, if you haven't, now's a good st- time to start. Yeah, not a mandate, just a gentle nudge. A little... No, Think about it. And, and and also this, guys, if you are doing something, take pics or it didn't happen. Yeah, there's no proof that you're doing something if you just tweet at us and go like, "It's we're doing it. Yeah, you know pics what? or it didn't. I've been a little lax on that, still retweeting even though there's no pics. Fucking pics or it didn't yeah. happen. We'll retweet it with pic proof. We, we appreciate your pros, but we need some pics. <laughs> um, so uh, the following three people uh, have rated us five stars. And uh, uh, rated us five stars and reviewed us on iTunes. So we want to say thank you by uh, giving you guys a little bit of motivation. Yeah, some custom motivation. Some custom motivation. So um, uh, I'll I'll start. Let me caution sixty nine. Stay out there and make it happen. <laughs> what do you think of that? I love it. Slayner 117. Don't you ever stop. Keep training. 117 hours or it don't count. Ooh, that one was harsh to that guy. I love him. I know him and I love him. Mama Earn. You got to mama feel the burn. Once again. Once again. It's been a, it's been a perfect uh, 100 for 100%. Yeah. 
our, I, our guest has outdone us every time. I feel like we should just um, do an episode where it's just the guests <laughs> uh, to the same people. I would, I would listen to that. I'd listen to that. I mean, we usually we have a lot of comedy writers on. Yeah, um, we're both dumb. <laughs> yeah, we read we read copy. We don't. No, write I, copy. I can put like I can put an emotional uh-huh. angle to it, but I can't. Can you? No. Yeah, uh, maybe if you like uh, broke down and started crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe next time. Get an acting showcase. Yeah. Uh, but if you'd like to hear your iTunes handle read out loud and get a custom piece of motivation from us, the dumbbells, and our guests, all you have to do is rate us and review us on iTunes. So easy. And we'll find that handle and we'll shout you out on the show. And for everybody who already has, awesome. Thank you so much. Keep listening. Um, yeah. Hashtag and, blessed. Uh, hashtag bleased. Bleased. Um, somebody told me about that recently where if you look on Instagram or uh, Twitter and look up Bleast, one S instead of two, it's the pictures are even funnier. That's fantastic. Because it's, it's dumb like, people. It's dumb people. Yeah. Trend. What they're yeah, blessed yeah. about. Yeah, what they're ble- Yeah, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> two for one on Big Macs, Bleast. <laughs> um, I don't know why the Big Mac would do it. Um, also, uh, let's bring up, uh, while we're talking about the motivation, our nutritional challenge. Kula, you might not know about this yet because uh, uh, we just started it with the last episode. Uh, it just started this past week, meaning March 15th. March 15th. Is the first day of the four-week challenge, nutritional challenge. So it's only going until April 12th, so f- exactly four weeks, where you just need to stay away from sugars, uh, grains, and alcohol. And alcohol. That's it. Those three things. Um, is there sugar in fruit? Yes. Can you eat fruit? Of course. Yes. That's fine. I uh, would I exercise a little moderation. Yes. And if, you know, if you're, if it's a battle between vegetables and fruit, make sure that vegetables win. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and also don't have juice. But we are allowing fruit. So relax. You guys can have fruit. You can have fruit. You uh, uh, Focus on whole foods, meaning uh, yeah. veggies and uh, proteins. Um, and try to stay away from any kind of grains. So uh, any kind, eating any kind of bread um, uh, along those lines. If you're an oatmeal eater in the morning. Uh, I don't have it for this. Uh, yeah, don't have it for just the next four yeah, weeks. Yeah, just the next four weeks. That's just all. try this. Try it's it. not meant to be a forever thing. That's why we're no. only doing it for four weeks. But it's just a, a way for you to get started and maybe see how your body responds to uh, eating in this way. People have asked, is this paleo? It's not. I mean, it's, it's more of... Uh, eating clean mentality yeah. with the idea of um, taking out some of those grains because uh, you might not realize how much you uh, overdo grains or sh- or what you find sugar in because sometimes there's sugar in your grains. Um, uh, it, and so it, it is a contest. Um, just so you know, Kula. I'm going to lose that contest. <laughs> I'm not cutting those out. Yeah. No, and some people, it doesn't make sense to. It doesn't. So, yeah. Especially if you are um, somebody who... I mean, you're doing that much. It, you're exercising that way. You've stayed healthy, and you know, and yeah. If you have a system that works for you, or like, you're, yes. If you're really, you know, trying to have optimum nutrition for performance, it may not be the best idea. Yeah. Um, but for the people that are, it's a contest, and everybody knows this. The winner will get a dumbbells sweatshirt from us. Now we are asking people to use all forms of social media. They have to prove to us that they are participating in the contest. We will make the call at the end of the four weeks uh, to the as to who the individual is that's participated most to our liking. Yeah, it's <laughs> so it is subjective. We yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's been one weekend. 
I'm sure you guys are doing fine. I'm sure you're hurting a little bit after day five, and uh, and and usually around like day eight or nine will also feel a little bit rough because you're further into it. Um, but you're a weekend. Everybody who has been um, sending us stuff, keep sending it. Yeah, uh, keep sending it. And as as uh, it starts to emerge who the clear leaders are, we'll we'll start calling them out. I think we'll get we'll we'll give you a, a heads up a little bit by the next episode, so yeah. two weeks in. And the winner gets a sweatshirt and a meal at Olive Garden. Uh, you get a meal. Yeah, you get a, uh, a never ending pasta bowl. Just pasta and <laughs> breadsticks. Yeah. yeah, you get to erase everything that you did. But we take away the, we take the salad away. We take the salad away. Uh, so it's just never ending breadsticks <laughs> and pasta bowl. Um. Somebody asked, and this while we're talking about this right now, and we can all give him one, some meal suggestions. Oh, sure. So a no-grain, no-sugar meal suggestion. I mean, if you're eating breakfast, uh, if you eat like an egg white or just a regular egg scramble. Yeah, you can go regular scramble. Uh, with uh, some kind of greens, so some spinach, maybe some mushrooms, um, and then uh, like a side of, um, of either uh, – I was trying to think of some kind of protein other than the eggs. You might not necessarily need it. No, but I mean, you can you technically. There's loopholes in this. I mean, you can have bacon. You sure. can. You know, you have to watch like the processed foods, right? And st- and go with the stuff that with no added nitrates. Yeah. So nitrates. you might want to be careful of uh, s- sometimes like the the bacon that you find in stores that you'll make it or where you go to eat breakfast will have like maple syrup on it or, or brown yeah. sugar on the on the bacon already. So. You might you might want to do like a chicken sausage or something along those lines. Yeah, so that's good for breakfast. Uh, for lunch, you know, you can always like you can grill your own patties. You can do uh, baked chicken if you don't have like a grill. Sure, baked chicken, season it. You can buy skinless, boneless chicken breasts. You throw it in a pan, throw a little bit of oil at the bottom, and then cook it covered. You know, three twenty five, like low heat. Yeah, um, and then you can all you can even cook that over vegetables too. Yeah. Uh, so like squash or you know or sweet potato or all that kind of stuff. Listen, like, you're not that much of a cook. Uh, you go to Trader Joe's. Oh, I thought you were addressing Stanger. <laughs> hey, you're I'm not, an excellent cook. Bro. You're a horrible cook. Stanger. Nah, I'm good. Uh, if you're not a cook like Stanger is, uh, you can also go to just Trader Joe's. Get a rotisserie ch- or like go yeah. to like your. That's a great your um, your Rouser. Meyer Thrifty Acre. Oh, I wish. Yeah, bodega. Uh, just bodega. You get a quick run by. West Michigan? Yeah, yeah. Go to West <laughs> Michigan. Uh, go to Key Food. Uh, I don't know if they'll have rotisserie. I, actually, I wouldn't trust the Key Food rotisserie chicken. But Rotisserie uh, chicken, great. Get a rotisserie chicken. Get some, you know, get a salad, and there you go. Super easy. Kula, what do you like? Mm, people are loving poke these days. Oh, yeah. Could you do a poke bowl without do rice? It. Do it over greens? You can do it over greens. Yep. That'll some do salmon it. salmon and tuna. That's perfect. Uh, um, better than mine. Fuck, way better. Fuck, way better. Man. And, and he doesn't even cook his. <laughs> yeah, it's right down the street. You just stop right in. Yeah, say hi, no, how it's you not cooked. It's the thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, the whole thing yeah. is you don't cook it. Um, cool, Chris. So uh, right now you're not, you're currently not training um, for any kind of race, right? Is it? Be- Do you have one coming up? But it's just too far out. Or yeah, I'm eyeballing one in August. I think, okay, probably. so then when? Just for people, when do you start training for one in August? If you are. Where you are yeah. in in your training, uh, like in your fitness, but also now that you know if yeah. this is going to be somebody's first half marathon in August, when should they start training for it? They can look up probably like a sixteen to twenty week. 
training program. Okay. It'll take him about, you know... Uh, 16 to 20 weeks. Yeah, I'd say... <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that'd be like, <laughs> so like that's like four or five months, uh, and that I mean that and that's going from like zero running to right. getting you up to the full thing. Is and that the like couch to half something? marathon? Yeah. yeah, like they've got a couch to five k, will get you up to running three miles. Couch to ten k, uh-huh. idea being you're sitting on your couch, and mm-hmm. now we're going to get you up to the full sure. distance, whatever. Um, basically, I remember the the program I did for the first uh, that Disney half marathon was a it's uh, two runs during the week that are like a half hour of just a, you know a maintenance run and then your uh, long run on the weekends. Got and, it. And then you gradually over time, like basically every other week on that long run, you add a mile to a mile and a half. Do you add a day? No. Nope. It's still just three days a week. Yeah, it was like real simple. They're like optional runs if you want to go beyond that. Yeah. And that's okay. kind of that's a reasonable commitment. Totally yeah. reasonable, yeah. And that's more or less what I've sort of uh, stayed with as like my base, you know. Two, you know, a couple of runs during the week uh, with anything else being a bonus and then a, a long run on the weekends. What is considered now for you your normal run compared to your long run? Uh, during the week, I'll just go out for like four miles at a pop. A couple. Uh, so way past the 5K... That like while you were in New oh, York, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're just doing that on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I'll go out tonight and just you know run around Burbank, which I can say, uh, having moved from Los Feliz with the hills of like Los Feliz and Silver Lake to the valley, like man, my times went way faster. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no elevation to deal with. Like, you're just going flat. Oh yeah, I was like, wow, uh, I'm really. But it's hotter, right? That's the trade off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're basically you're running in an oven, uh, so you got to wait till the sun goes down. This your vampire life. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I do. I like going at night. I'm not yeah. a morning starter. I'd much rather wait till it's dark. You're a coyote runner. Yeah, I you mean, got, look a at night me. Runner. Yeah. I don't deal in the sun well. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's part of my. It's Kula is pointing to himself. He's made of ice. Yeah, Kula's so. pointing to himself, and I can't see him. I see through him. <laughs> it's yeah. I've got to do some real white balance for this <laughs> audio podcast. <laughs> uh, um, did you did you play sports growing up? We didn't ask that. Uh, Were yeah. you like an active kid? Yeah, I was active. I only played baseball organized, but my, you know, we were suburban life, you know, playing everything, riding bikes. You know, but not really like a love for exercise until you started running. Yeah, not, yeah, not at all. Okay. Um, but you're athletic. You would, you would consider yourself growing up athletic, not like. Yeah. 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 Um, so what do you do as far as uh, strength training? Like other than running. What do you do as far as fitness? Do my daily push-ups. And which what and what does that mean? <laughs> he like, does push-ups every day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sixteen. To I've got a sixteen weeks. to twenty week so, yeah. training program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking good thing I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're helping us break no, even. No detail is too small. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how if Sanger understands how interviews work. <laughs> All I do is answer the rhetorical <laughs> questions. <laughs> he pushes up. He lets himself down. And oh, then got he it. Pushes and his body weight yeah, up. Yeah, it. it's a yeah. Look at this Jeff. This is a push-up. Is it Jeff or Jeff? It's Jeff. Okay. You Define logic. You, it is. Define logic. I yeah, know. it's inexplicably a soft G. That's weird. Yeah, like um, Stanger. So. Uh, what is, what is your daily oh, push-up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're doing daily push-ups. What are we looking at? I started a, 60? a couple years ago. I started doing my age in push-ups, like in sets of. So I was like, you know, now I'm up to 37 at a time, and I'll do like three or four sets of those like in the morning before my shower. Okay. Um, so right before your shower, you do four rounds of 36 push-ups? Yeah. You doing them nude, dick out? 
Some, uh, yeah, generally like half and half. Yeah, half. First and half. two sets. Yep. Pajamas still yep. on. <laughs> Last two different piece of clothing with each set. Are yeah. you hitting enough depth where dick and balls touch the ground or dirty uh, linoleum floor? <laughs> <laughs> What's that slapping sound in there? <laughs> I need a few more minutes. <laughs> it's so weird because. None of his house has linoleum in it. He just pulls out this sheet. Which <laughs> that he, it's like what people do for breakdancing. You do <laughs> yeah. it for nude push-ups. That's right. Yep. <laughs> he just likes the sound of his business on linoleum. It sounds like you're dropping, dropping a chicken gizzard repeatedly <laughs> on the ground there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. That's a, a lot of push-ups. That's over yeah, 100 push-ups a day. Yeah. Okay. And some days I'll miss it. You know, some days like when I don't get it, like I think too I many people are around, so you can't be naked. Can't get a, can't get away. You know, yeah. families around. <laughs> <laughs> do you mind if you leave first? I gotta I gotta do my naked pushups. <laughs> yeah, Sus understands at this point. Yeah, you know. um, that's your time. Yeah, exactly. It kind of it actually sort of is like uh, you know like to go up in the morning, listen to a podcast, get my you know fifteen to twenty minutes of you know pre shower workout time it's not ideal but yeah. it's like all right we're kind of you know i can't dedicate any other time of the day to this right now so this will be you know so, uh do you that do is, anything that is ideal that because is, it's yeah. you're not gonna miss it you know mm-hmm. i mean it's like the best time is the time you make because then it's always there you know if you're trying to find it then it's like you'll miss you know or tack it on at the end of the day you know sure so if you're uh how often do would you say this is like if you're on an average, is it five days a week that you probably will hit these? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and then how long is your break in between sets? Uh, exactly. Exactly. Like f- two, and a ha- uh, two minutes, 37 seconds. Oh, got it. Timed. Got it. It's, it's like however long until I get bored looking at Facebook on my phone. And then I'm like, all right. And then you'll do, do another, another set. set. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it's not like I'm not uh, getting up any kind of heartbeat. Sure. I'm not like, you know. But you're just making sure you're getting the reps in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And by that end of the fourth rep, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely done. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. could be burning by the end. So yeah. that's cool. You uh, open up the book, give some people some thumbs up, bang out a couple push-ups. Yep, yeah. yep. Rinse the body off. Insta. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no wonder. Sometimes he'll like something, but then won't comment on it for another two or three minutes. Yeah, it makes sense. And I'm sense, waiting <laughs> by my, my phone. Oh, did he like it? <laughs> did he like What's it? What's he going to say? Ooh. And now you did. know. I'm just now sitting on the can. Yeah. <laughs> now he's just slapping his gizzard yep. against the ground. Um, that's pretty great. Five days a week with those push-ups. Now, have you tried other exercises to uh, to kind of... Augment strength training? Yeah. Thought about it, haven't consistently... Like, we live uh, near one of those outdoor, like, public yeah. gyms, you know, and it, with the, like, the... Chin up bars and some of the like elevated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the like the bullshit like. Uh, yeah, like the weird off brand uh, elliptical. Elliptical, thing. yeah, but yeah. Like... But the pull up bar and then there's like push up bars. Yeah, and yeah. stuff, which that is pretty is awesome. Cool. Yeah, there's yeah. like the parallel bars. Yeah, you do, like dips in. Dips. Um, so I've like I'll end a run there uh-huh. with the idea of being like, oh, now I'll do a full, uh, you know, circuit circuit of this and that. Generally equates to like I'll do a few pull ups and I'll be like yeah I'm gonna go home now. That's yeah. tough post run. Yeah, because you are putting it in with the run. I mean, I if you could do it before that would be you'd get well you'd be able to do more and you'd get more benefit physiologically. Right, or, or the, maybe make a day where it's just yeah or just that yeah, yeah because I think you'd is that what you you'd were, lose a little bit out of your run yeah yeah maybe keep those separate like yeah. running and that's what I've been kind of like maybe thinking about focusing on in this time until my next like training for a race. Oh yeah, right. So when would uh since uh, since you're looking at August, 
when would you start your training sessions? Um, I'm at a place of my fitness now where I can pretty easily get up to the 13 mile. Like, okay. My long runs now are between like uh, six and 10 miles on the weekend, wow. depending on how I feel. So like I'm, I can add on those extra, you know, three to get to the half pretty easily. So maybe about a month and a half before the race, I'll look and see like, okay, this is the weekend. I'll do nine and a half. The weekend after that, I'll do 11. Right. 12 and a half after that, and I'll be ready, you know. So it doesn't take a, a long time to get uh, marathon ready. So you, so you'd pro- it'd probably be like June? Yeah. Two yeah. months in, maybe? Yeah. Junio? Junio? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Para los listeners español. So then you got April, May, and then we get into Julio. <laughs> so, um, so, you have the, so you're talking about strength training or helping your strength training for like the next two-ish months. Yeah, because it's something I haven't done in earnest, but I know that like um, serious like marathoners like swear by, you know, doing additional – strength training as part of your, like your or you know rest days are yeah. days to do a, a different type of and i've always kind of like eh, yeah whatever uh um, sure because it's it's like i enjoy, i do take it seriously but i haven't uh i haven't gotten to that level where it's like i'm going to listen to everything that runner's world magazine tells me right. i still i still keep it a little bit at arm's length where i'm like yeah but i'm still i'm not a fanatic but i do like take it real serious so right of course maybe there's something to do at least experimenting with like strength training idea yeah i don't know i mean i don't know sports specifics for running like what i mean i would imagine you know i would imagine anything you're doing that could um that's functional that would help you you know like maintain your stride stride length and force production and all that kind of stuff um so you know not you know doing like we talk about like those closed track exercises where you're uh, standing, you know, and in, in you know body weight type stuff. Sure, I bet kettlebells would be really good. I think kettlebells would probably be the best. The best, yeah. Uh, just because then it's just kind of like keeping, uh, you know, the the same uh, mechanics mechanics mm-hmm. of running of like keeping those shoulders back and making sure that you're, you well, know, yeah, because you have to maintain if you, to do them right, you have to maintain perfect posture and execute explosive movements. Mm-hmm. Right. And so so much I I think what happens when people run is that when you fatigue, you start to break down and then you lose your stride length. Yes, definitely. And so this is like you would train and you were, your your posture would be put under duress. And in order to execute the movement right, you have to maintain your posture. Yeah. And that's a full body, like, engaging it's, your core. It's, and yeah, it's full body. So, I mean, as, as far as, like, a, you know, calorie burner and then, and then making it as functional as possible, it's a very athletic movement. Yeah. And everything you do with them is really athletic. I would, I mean, if we were just going to jump on to what you're doing right now and not fucking with your days... Assuming that you would do five days of your push-ups, making those 20 minutes different than what you're doing right now would, would probably be enough. Yeah. Um, meaning two days, if, if we were going to split it up into five days, you can keep, let's say, if you do it Monday through Friday, that one in the middle can still be your push-up thing mm-hmm. where you're doing four sets for that. Uh, on, like To bookend those two days, you would do uh, body weight calisthenic stuff so instead it would be more uh like less amount of push-ups into mountain climbers into burpees into lunges type thing and then bookmarking those or bookending those Mm -hmm. you would do your kettlebell days so that your kettlebell days would be monday and friday you'd have two days of rest in between especially since you're not used to it 
uh, that much. And then also giving you your longer run on the weekend to kind of – A couple of days until that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Um, that's what I would think. Just I like, like it. Off the top of my head. Because uh, then that way you're – It's pulling your core in. Yeah. You're, you're working your core. You're still doing dynamic movements yeah. in the body weight days. Um, and then still doing what you're used to in that middle, but not messing around with the time. Time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still like, hey, Sass, it's still my 20, 25 minutes before I jump in the shower to just kind of. What I'm doing up there is none of your business. You don't. <laughs> Linole- stay yeah. out. Yeah. Stay out. Linoleum is out. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for me to exercise. Bad things are going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, clothes are neatly folded outside the oh, door. They must be. Must be caught <laughs> night ticed corners. <laughs> just because I feel like. Sometimes those parks, I think it's pretty cool that they exist. But when I, whenever I see people working out there, it, it's a mix of people. It's either like families who are just like finished eating their KFC right. and now are all oily all over it. And they're yeah. like having fun and like, like it's like a gym at a, um, at like a hotel. Yeah. Or like a cruise sometimes, ship. Yeah. You're like, yeah. what are you doing in here? I want to actually get my workout in. Right. And then there's the guys who are just been there all day. Yeah. And they're are wearing just doing, jeans. Yeah. They're yeah. doing their like Venice, you know, <laughs> yeah. their Venice uh, beach workout, you know, and taking up the pull up bar for the next 85 minutes. Right. I'll see trainers with people at yeah. that place near me. I bet. Putting them through it. Doing their, um, their, their morning uh, boot camps. Yeah. 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 I think that's good for that because then, you know, they're they're taking up that space for that time. And uh, it's being used properly. It's being used properly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, that's your money as a taxpayer. You want to, hey, fucking work out for real. Yeah. You I'm might fucking, as well. I'm giving you 50 percent of what I'm fucking making. I mean, that would be great to be able to go over there and do your 20 minutes before you shower there. But, you know, like a quick jog out there. Do your workout there, but I mean, it doesn't same seem time, as sustainable. It does like it in your house. I mean, you've already you're already doing that. Yeah. It already is kind of natural to mm-hmm. you. So I think just like yeah, making like some slight adjustments, you would you would do it. How heavy a kettlebell? Um, you'd leave a thirty five pound okay. kettlebell uh, just to get the movement right for now, and then uh, and vary it. Um, yeah, don't not worth starting much heavier, but definitely not much lighter because you actually need a little weight to do yeah. it right. My son's like twenty six pounds because I just yeah 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 just put him in a uh, ergo. Oh uh, yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, just and then like tie hold him by the scruff of his neck. Yeah, like oh, Jesus. like like like, like you're kitten. a gorilla and he, and you're about to put him on your back, like um, Kong. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know Kong him, Kong him, baby. Um, yeah, so like a thirty five pound, I think would work. Yeah, I like, for you yeah. to get. You know, get those movements right. Yeah. And then as far as the workout for body weight, I would almost still challenge if you're doing it by your age, we could still do it that way. Where you're doing 35 reps total. And it would be 37, though, right? 30. What did I say? I'll I'll shave a couple walking, off if you, you want. You keep walking back. You <laughs> 36, and then uh, now 35. This 31-year-old man with us <laughs> yeah, today yeah. is looking um, great. I mean, 18, I th- 19, right? I think, yeah. you, I think you do your, you know, your you 10. Look, <laughs> you look young. Solid seven. <laughs> your, your seven reps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you do your 37 reps, and we'd break it out maybe within. Uh, My idea behind the age thing is if I add a push-up every year, I mean, that's taking care of the aging process, right? Oh, heck yeah. That's reversing yeah, yeah. it. You're reversing it. It because is. Because by the time, if you're 50 and you're doing four sets, sets of 50, 50, 
That's pretty dope. That's my thinking. We'll see how long this lasts. Hey, I I could see I li- it keep going. I meet. Yeah, I like the weird old fit guy. Like when Jack Pounce was doing the one handed <laughs> push ups at yeah. the Oscars. Yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the crazy thing right now is fifty, a set of fifty, four sets of fifty, two hundred push ups for a fifty year old man. I mean, for LA, it's not a bridge not, too far. It's not a bridge too far. Sure. It's almost like what we should be doing. Yeah, it's a bridge of spies. Yeah, I definitely said. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, it's LA. It's an industry town. Yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah, play yeah, it in yeah, parlance. Right. So you understand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, baby. Yeah. Come on, Spielberg. baby. Yeah, uh, Ryland's got the statue for that one. You know what I mean, baby? <laughs> yeah, he's doing four sets of fifty every day. BFG. Uh, wow. That was a secret, right? Yeah. To that role. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. I would like to be in better shape at 40 than I was at 30. Sure. I mean, I yeah, think that's I like, like that. a, you know, I think by the virtue of like I'm running now, I think I'm on track for that because I wasn't running at 30. So right. I think like unless something calamitous happens in the next three years, like I think I'll be okay, but I'd like to keep, you know, actively progressing towards that. Yeah. that I mean, that's like a good lesson in how time chunks up, you know, and like how much of a change you can make. And it didn't feel drastic to you at the time. I mean, you eased into it over time and then now – you know, the difference between 40 versus 30 for you is dramatic, you know, but it was it was slowly over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that, you know, because sometimes it can feel like, oh, f- you know, I just don't picture myself as a runner person, you know, and it's like you certainly didn't. For and sure. Then, yet here you are. Right. Yeah. I remember those like the first couple races I did where it'd be like, I'm just going to try and hang for as long as I can with this like serious runner looking dude ahead of me because he looks like he knows what he's doing. Right. And if I can like, you know, keep that pace, I must be doing it. And then it was like, it got to a point like, I think I'm that serious runner guy. Like, <laughs> I think I know what I'm doing. Oh, I'm, I, yeah. It was a different frame of mind than just like, oh, what am I doing here? Like, nope, I'm, uh, I'm in this corral for a reason and I'm going to finish in a great this time. And so what, so his, his body weight workout. Yeah. 37. So 37 reps. 37 reps. Um, and it would be uh, four sets. The same. Uh, he's still doing four sets of 37. Okay. Uh, but the exercises would change. Uh, it would be – so the way that we do it is do 12, 12, 13. So it would be 12 push-ups right into 12 mountain climbers into, tw- into 13 burpees. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you would take a break. Your two, your Facebook two minute break. Yep, and then it would be the change into um, uh, twelve lunges, right? Um, and then uh, twelve lunges, uh, twelve dips, like dips in on a mm-hmm. chair on the toilet, on the toilet, uh, on linoleum. Yep, yep. Uh, Love that butt on linoleum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cold, cold. <laughs> oh, this is all naked, by the yeah, way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, twelve of those, and then um, I'm trying to think of what the thirteen exercise should be. Jump squats. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then um, or squats, body weight squats. Well, he's already doing the lunges. He's already doing the lunges. Lunges into burpees. Oh, uh, you can do lunges into um, into dips into crunches. Just thirteen crunches. Okay. Um, or um, yeah, uh, thirteen crunches or kayaks. Okay. What's a kayak? Uh, it's where you it's like, like a boat. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of like a oh, boat, but it's for yeah, one yeah. person. So get one of those and lift get it. Get one of those. Uh, yeah. No, no, just sit in it. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> for thirteen seconds. Emotion of climbing. Yeah. I made the mistake of getting a ryak. They're oh, different. No. You can't sit in a ryak. You got to kneel in it. Yeah. So I fucked myself Fuck. on that, dude. I fucked myself. Fucking Can you get big exchange time. on that? No, or? no. Fuck, uh, dude. It was one. It was all sales final. Fuck. Fuck. My yeah. fucking fault. Fuck. <laughs> hey. 
Well, I'm fucking. There goes Kula. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. This guy's been through the ringer, man. I can't. I guess the episode's over because Kula's pissed it out of here. Come back. Come back. Um, Kula's back. Uh, kayak uh, is where uh, you you uh, sit in almost like a crunch, but your 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 back is off the ground. Back's off the ground, and then you're touching each side. Yeah, of- knees are off the ground, bent, and pinch your knees together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're you're basically touching uh, each opposite side of your side. hips, op- opposite side of your hips. Okay. So you do that thirteen times total. So each side is one. Is one. You go. Two. Er, er. Is yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. Give it's me an a X. helpful mnemonic. Yeah. Yeah. It's an <laughs> X. So uh, and it would do two sets of that. So you do the first ones, which uh-huh. would be your push-ups, your mountain climbers, and your burpees. Burpees. Take your break. You'd you'd probably try to stay. Within like a minute rest. Yeah, keep your heart rate going. Keep uh-huh. your heart rate going. Doing a lot. Uh, That's like mi- probably like you know a couple likes on Insta. Maybe opening up Insta. Yeah. Insta alone. Yeah. Just Insta. Insta. Yeah, and be careful with the suggestions because you can get lost yeah. in that stuff. So it's too. just quick mm-hmm. likes. You're just doing That's likes. That's a good point. Just keep it to my feed. Yeah, yeah. Keep just it to keep your feed. feed. Likes, and then go into the second half of lunges, twelve lunges, um, then twelve dips, and then uh, thirteen kayaks. Yep. And then start over again. Just look. Just look at what you already liked. So one trio of thirty-seven is one. Yes. And then we're doing two of each. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It. Yeah. So still a total of four, four sets, sets of four something. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so you're doing the same amount of reps as you do yep. your push-up reps, but it's different functional. Yeah. Okay. And you'd be doing that on, let's say, if we're breaking up between five days, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, or whatever. You, the push-up day is going to break up those two days. Yep. Yeah. Wednesday so will be push-ups. Yeah. And then Monday and Friday would be your kettlebells. And the reason I want to keep those push-ups still in those days that you're doing body weight is so your body is so used to doing that many push-ups that I, I don't want you to just have one day. So then it feels like you're losing. Yeah. Uh, well, I still strength. do. when I, Before I go out for a run, I'll do like 50 push-ups just to like kind of get my heart Great. going. So I'll just keep that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a push-up machine. You're man. a push-up machine. I probably have the worst form. That's probably why I can. <laughs> you got that. You got that thick barrel chest. Oh yeah, songs have been written about <laughs> <laughs> my thick Polish chest. Yeah, like you wear like a sixty-five long in a suit jacket, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-two pants. <laughs> He's, gotta, a, he's an hourglass. <laughs> yeah, they got to bring in like tent, like a tent, and like repurpose <laughs> it into a uh, uh, jet suit jacket. Yeah, for, you, for Christ's sake. I just wear all of uh, Corliss Williamson's old <laughs> suits from the Pistons days. He's got that Matrix look, where it's like his shoulders are just so wide. Yeah, it's like a, a Steve Harvey suit would fit you normal. <laughs> <laughs> Length still weird, like still for weird, everybody, yeah. but color for sure weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything else. Spot on. Spot on. It looks like a 42 regular. Um, Come on. You did quickly talk about your nutrition for it. I mean, just kind of saying that's not what you do when you um, when we're talking about the nutrition. Yeah, you took a big shit on our nutrition challenge. Challenge. But that's I'm not fine. doing that. Uh, but you're relatively healthy. And and has that all, have you always eaten pretty well? Or is this a, a recent turn when you started running as well? Uh, the running has helped justify what I want to eat, when I want to eat it. Sure. Because I just view it all as fuel. Got it. Oh, cool. Um, I do eat. Yeah, you eat like an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I try to. With the Um, mentality that food is fuel. For sure. Yeah. And that helps like. Not like you're in a Lakers jersey or something. (laughs) (laughs) You do wear. At the Cheesecake Factory (laughs) after games, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, good thing I asked. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But what would would you say is 
what would be your fuel? What would you consider a good day of fuel for yourself? Uh, would a banana disqualify me from the morning uh, nope. nutrition no. challenge? It's no. not sugar that would be okay. It's well. still fr- it's yeah. still it's sugar, and, but no. I mean, if you're especially if you're new to you know cutting out the grains and sugars, banana's fine. And also with how hard you're exercising, yes. it's totally fine. Yeah, because yeah. I want those. I need a little bit of yeah. uh, calorie yeah. in the morning with my. I mean, morning coffee first thing. Sure, get a little banana. job on board. Yeah. And is that black coffee? No, I'll have a little whole milk in there. Got it. Still fine. Okay. Um, then I'll you know with the banana uh, about an hour after that I'll have a piece of toast with okay. some uh, you know nut butter on it. We talk about white toast. No wheat. Okay. <laughs> Doing pretty good, huh? Yeah. So far, so good. I mean, we're still basing this off of the amount that we know you exercise. So far, you're great. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because you are, you would need to eat. Yeah, like you're an eating athlete. a little bit for performance. Yeah. You're not in active fat loss. So right. if you were saying, I, I really don't like this body fat that I have, we would probably make some adjustments. Yeah. But, but right now, it's just like, oh, you want to be able to sustain this, if not adding, add more muscle to your body so that you're ready to train when you're ready to run that race yeah i mean i need a certain amount of carbs yeah uh, for sure. energy you know and i do feel like a difference i've had a few times where i've been like low on that and i can feel it in my runs yeah like it's not you know i do need the the, the power up yeah so you're doing some toast with good fiber you're adding some uh, nut butter which is good fats good fats like, like almond butter or something yeah either you know or like a sunflower seed spread oh yeah. that's cool um, yeah you're but still doing it right. That's seed butter, but yeah. yeah. So you're a little deceptive, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't like uh, red meat. I don't. I very rarely eat. Oh, right. Red meats. Uh, um, uh, you're tur- chicken hawk. Turkey chicken. <laughs> Big old chicken hawk. Yeah. Uh, you like, motherfucking chicken hawk. Yeah. Like foghorn I, leghorn. Guilty. <laughs> I do, I do. I like that. I, I do it. Yep. Motherfucking chicken hawk. If there's one thing that we found out on this episode of Dumbbells, it's that fucking cool as a chicken hawk. chicken hawk, dude. That has been a big reveal. Huge (laughs) reveal. Big reveal. This is going to be top of the papes. Uh, Uh, So you're doing like chicken breasts, salads for lunch. What do you do for lunch? Uh, Like for lunch, yeah. When I'm uh, working, uh, I would often get a salad with some protein like that on it. Or either a sandwich or a salad. Yeah, Yeah, you're pretty salady for lunch. Yeah, right. yeah. I th- that's a pretty good lunch, and then you feel like you've gained a little, you know, leeway for whatever dinner's going to be. Sure. Um, and then what's your dinner usually? Uh, or what What would you try to focus in on on a regular or basis? Red meat or? Probably just like straight up prime rib. <laughs> no sides. Um, Let me get just a thick Yeah, but I don't like red meat, though. Just like prime rib. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like sirloin and, uh, oh, there's my. Bottle of water. Oh. Fellow. <laughs> it's not like somebody flushed a toilet or something. <laughs> I was shitting this whole time. <laughs> That's that new M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> That's the big reveal. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, so dinner, I cut you off. Um, you? We're a big pasta family. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. You know, probably just out of laziness, it's real easy to, you know, make up some pastas. We do, like, whole grain spaghetti, um, the whole grain, like, veg- tricolored. Uh, so you're routines. still going whole grains if yeah. you're doing grains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I mean, also your raviolis, which are not whole grain. Sure. Filled with some, you know, delicious ricotta. Sure. So you still keep the dairy in there. Yeah, so yeah. You still have dairy. I mean, that's one of those things, too. If you tolerate it, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's technically not paleo. What can Are people allowed to have dairy for our? Yeah. I mean, ours is not a paleo challenge. It's not a paleo it's just, challenge. Uh, it's yeah. just, no grains, no sugar. No grains, no sugar. Yeah. And I mean, and ultimately for me, in the same way, like, I mean, A, because I'm Filipino, but B, because I've noticed that, thank God, it's okay for me in my life, uh, and it's helped. I I use resistant starches in my diet. I eat white rice and white potatoes, especially on the days, especially now that I'm getting older and trying to get back into that Muay Thai game. Yeah. I need it to, uh-huh. like, to, to, like, even try to keep up with some of these young bucks who are trying to kick my ass. <laughs> So you like stuff the potatoes in your gloves? Yeah, 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 potato gloves, yeah. and I don't bake them beforehand. I oh, used geez, to, when wow. I was younger. I used to bake those potatoes so they were a little softer on their faces. Yeah, yeah now, now I got to keep them hard. Got to get older. So. <laughs> got to get older, so I got to I got to keep it hard. But yeah, so you know, some sort of grains or some kind of like yeah, it's even all, your pasta just based on your body. It's, it's unique. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you are doing, I would implore people that if they are having those to make sure that they're getting some fiber from them. Yes. I mean, right. You know, you know, treat like the best pasta is probably the double zero stuff. That's like the most refined. I mean, that's kind of what makes it special and good. But, you know, if just if it's in your regular routine, try to get some fiber out of it. Yeah. That'll help delay the absorption. It's a slightly more complex carbohydrate. But, you know, you know for Chris Gula, who right. is now training and, That's and the doing key this, distinction. Yeah. is it's fine. I mean, he's he's exercising. You're exercising so much to the point where you need that fuel. And if you're running, your short runs are four miles, right? And then your long miles are. I mean, your long runs are are longer. So even before though you're a not, long run, before like if I know I'm going to run like ten plus miles, yeah, I want uh, like a big sandwich earlier in the day. I want oh, like a big cool. uh, turkey sub from like Subway or Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Uh, You're a firehouse guy? Have you had a firehouse? Though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. But they're not out here, are they? Yeah. Oh, where is it? There's one right on Lancashire right here. Oh, really? Yeah. No. I'll do that this weekend, baby. Popped in. Yeah, I saw that. What's in, like, it's all themed like it's a firehouse it's, in there. Uh, and, like, I think it was firemen. started by firemen. Yeah. Uh, and they're serving, like, they do people wear the turnout gear and all that stuff? Uh, I think they're hanging. They're hanging? <laughs> they're all hanging, like, all the... All oh, they the... got the suits hanging yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Um, if a fire started, yeah. are those suits real like could you wear i'll one? tell you right now if a fire started in there i feel like we wouldn't see it really they'd be so ahead of the game they'd be so wow. ahead of the game. yeah wow that's yeah cool. that speaks highly of them yeah, I, guess. I think they're doing it right uh if the pizza place closes out i mean you know if the pizza place next door catches on fire we can either know a they like those people right or b there goes the competition know. yeah yeah um, uh, but yeah, so big, big ass sandwich. If you know, you're going a long run oh. or a, uh, a full thing, like a full, uh, frozen pizza, like a full CPK. Got it. Pepperoni pie. <laughs> nice. I don't think this is, I, you know, some runners will fuel up with you, like your big pasta thing before. And yeah. Like for some reason, those are the, the foods that have always, that works for you. That, like that it, I equate to like, yep, yeah. this is a long run fuel. Have you ever heard of this guy? Oh, I can't remember his name. This is par for the course for me. <laughs> uh, like a half story with not much information. Got it. Can't uh, wait to hear it then. <laughs> Waste 10 minutes of the podcast. This guy who's like a super marathoner, like those crazy 100 mile a day things. Oh, I think I know what and, you're going like, to say. He will order pizzas while running. And then, like, meet people at the corner and then, like, run with the box and, like, eat it while he's running. And, like, he eats eclairs and shit. And, really? And, like, jugs of milk and stuff. 
He wrote a book. Yeah, I've read that book. Yeah, I, I know. He, I wish I could remember his name. I want to. I want to say it's Christopher McDougall who wrote Born to Run, but I could be wrong. But it's definitely like the cold open of his book. It's wow. like on some overnight like 50 mile yeah, run. And he just go and like he's adapted his digestive digestive system where he can tolerate that and like literally like a whole large pizza like he can fucking he just like 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 folds it up like a calzone and just eats <laughs> it while he's fucking running yeah i uh i think it was coca-cola too right yeah like, drinking whole that's like, crazy Coke and yeah it's i mean like it's processing the sugar on yeah the run. yeah i mean i just i mean that's why this like nutritional challenge will work for everybody to just kind of see how their body reacts to things. Have you have you tried to exercise without um eating the way that you eat or have has it have you kind of eaten that way like through trial and error and realized that that's what's helped your runs? That's it's more or less that. It's yeah. like okay, I need to fuel up this many hours before this type of run. Sure. You know? So like all right, if it's just a, you know, midweek uh, maintenance run that I can have a snack at five o'clock and I'll be ready to run at seven. Right. Um, you know, so there's been times we've like had a pasta, like pasta instead and gone like, Ooh, this, this hasn't helped my run, but a sandwich might Mm -hmm. like just the different, or this wasn't enough. This thing I thought was going to be proper fuel. Like I can feel my body going mid run. Like, well, you should have, uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Do you? What's your big celebratory meal after? Around? Oh yeah, uh, what oh, do you go man. crazy? Like uh, in Vegas, these last couple of times we've done that race, we've gone to this Thai place called Lotus of Siam that's off the Strip. That is apparently we, it's like one of the top Thai places in the Western really state. Yeah, it's wow. like one of those I mean, totally nondescript, uh, you know, strip mall sure. facade. But it's like you know, Tony Bourdain loves it, and like it Ugh. is so good, and it's like. You run the race, and it's usually cold by the time you finish, and then you shower up, and by the time you get there, you're starving. You know, you've you're shaking. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah for yeah. real. It's not healthy. Like, <laughs> yeah. When that hot pot comes out, oh, my God, it's so good. Wow. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, we used to have to walk around and hunt all fucking day. Yeah. You know? So I think there's something primal about sitting down to, you know, like a fucking huge meal. Yeah. <laughs> After That's you're exhausted. Yeah. Right. You vanquished your foe. Right. And <laughs> yeah. Time to feast on them. Um, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, that's the best. That I that mean, post whatever... That's wee. good. That post exercise, hard exercise, you know, is always insane. Yeah. I did one of those big-ass buffets... Um, after I did the Tough Mudder out here, and it was just like, ooh. Oh, God, which buffet did you go to? A Vegas seafood buffet. In Glendale proper? Yeah. <laughs> in oh, Glendale yeah. proper. You know, it's all Filipinos in there. Yeah. Well, you know, there's... A, you, and it was literally just me going like, can I get just some more white rice, too? And it's just like, <laughs> it's just one of those things, man. I'm addicted. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, cool. Um, so, uh, Chris Kula, I think you're going to help us in this next part. Well... I don't think you are. In a part we like to call weighing in. Yeah! That was me doing that one. Yeah, why have you taken that over? I'm sorry. I asked, I told you I liked it, and then you stopped doing it. Yeah, because you beat me to it. <laughs> People can't see me, but I'm spinning around. Yeah, this is cool as shit, too, right here. I love cool fish. As, cool as a fish, man. Yep, that was, I saw a great uh, way at 220.98. Yeah, oh, really? Chicago, sure. There you go. 
Have you seen them recently? Have you gone to shows? Yeah, last time I saw them was the Forum here nice. uh, in the summer. It was great. Oh, that's a cool. Oh, Forum's awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. City of Champions and the City of Champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is there sports? There used to be. I know, but is there going to be again or no? No, it's strictly a music venue now. But yeah. the new uh, the Rams Stadium is going to be adjacent to it. Oh, it's adjacent. Yeah. Oh, okay. In uh, Carson, right? No, the uh, the Rams are going to play in Inglewood in the new like state of the art, you know, yeah. uh, place they're building. The Chargers are moving to that soccer stadium in Carson. For uh, the the StubHub two Center. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to play f- before twenty seven thousand people for oh a couple of years. God. Oh my god! God damn. And then where do they go to? They're going to you know, split that place with the Rams. They're going to be it. tenants. They're going to be the Clippers of L.A. To yeah. The Rams, Lakers, and both are going to be shitting. So god. weird. Man. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw boxing at the forum and it was amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, very cool. So easy. Like the seat, uh, the seating of that place is like wow. Every seat is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. The fabulous forum. The fabulous forum. Um, you got one? Yeah. Okay. This is from Megan Finnegan. Hey, dumbbells. As Hi. Bo- sorry, it's all right. Good. Okay. As both a comedy and fitness nerd, I look forward to every new episode and have evangelized your podcast to nearly everyone at my gym. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you for the sound advice and hilarity. You guys are the best workout soundtrack. That's nice. Uh, Anyway, to my question. I've lost 158 pounds in the past 15 months. Very cool. Very cool. With the help of gastric bypass surgery. Got it. Keeping to a strict doctor-recommended diet and exercise. I want to lose another 40 and keep finding myself temporarily temporarily delayed by injury. I currently work with a trainer for an hour three times a week doing high-intensity interval strength training and also take three- to four-mile walks about four times a week. I have a degenerative disc disease and a couple other orthopedic spine issues. And at least a few times a year, I either throw out my back or hurt it significantly enough to derail my exercise for a couple weeks. I hurt it so badly in May that I was in physical therapy for a month and couldn't fully ramp back up until late July. I follow Doc's orders regarding what I should do and shouldn't do. For example, no traditional squats, no twisting motions, minimal weight lifted above the head, performing my PT exercises every day and incorporating more isometric core exercises into my tra- into my routine. That's worked out well over time, and I feel myself getting stronger and taking less uh, time to bounce back. I know I can't tighten up my eating much more, nor can I exercise more than once a day because that tends to upset my back. But I feel I have a mental block that keeps me from pushing myself as hard as possible at the gym when I am there. My questions for you are how do you maximize your time working out when you're fearful of injury? And how do you know how much to push yourself when you are in recovery post-injury? For a reference, I'm a 31-year-old lady, uh, 5 foot 4, 185 pounds. Thanks in advance for your insight. Uh, working for that corduroy G-string body. <laughs> Finn, <laughs> Finn nice. is her nickname. That's great. Very That's cool. That's an inside joke. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's working towards that corduroy, corduroy G-string. Corduroy G-string merch. Uh, we're going to sell it eventually. <laughs> it, it'll happen. Or at least a T-shirt with one on it, because we don't want to actually sell the G-string. I want to sell it. You do? Yeah. Okay. Used ones. <laughs> I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> uh, congratulations so far. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing. What a feat. Amazing. Um, as far as your back injury is concerned, yes, you need to keep listening to your doctor. Um, I, don't, I don't know what we can say for you to do. It sounds like she's a mental block. So yes. what's the mentality? Like, what's the mental approach? Kula, have you ever... Pushed through an injury or gotten over an injury? 
I've like tweaked, you know, an ankle here and there, and it's yeah, it's frustrating because you're like, I my body wants to get back out, but I I also have, like have to listen to it and know yeah. like, well, I'm not going to help anything by pushing it. So I can see what she's dealing with. Like, you know, you, you your brain yeah. saying one thing and yeah, and doctor saying another. There's also a mental block that happens when you can't exercise for a while, like right. regard, like because of injury, because of life, because of whatever. Um, all of a sudden, you can't exercise. Because, you know, for whatever reason, and to get back into it, you need to have a certain mindset. So how do you get back into that? Like, what has been your key? Because did you take a little bit of a break when uh, your son was born? I did. How long was that break for? Uh, I think I went a solid two weeks before I ran again. Just because, you know, life. So then what was, uh, how did that feel when you first started back up again? And what, what got you through getting back to where you were? Or getting back to a place where you were happy? Uh, I mean, I was happy immediately just to be doing it again yeah. in any capacity and like, okay, well, I can fit this into this new life. Yeah. You get a break from the old lady and the screaming kid, you know, take care of yourself. <laughs> so you can take care of them. <laughs> uh, here's something that, here's something that I noticed. I, I'll get in these where like, I don't even realize it, but all of a sudden I am beholden to uh, this workout and what I think a workout is, right? So it's like I'm doing all this extra stuff. I'm trying to fit in all this ancillary exercises and things because I feel like if I don't do them, like my body's going to look different. And then I'm spending more and more time at the gym. I'm not liking it as much. And then I'll get injured and I have to stop. And it's like, oh, wow, I can't do the same thing I used to. And then at first it, it bothers me. But then I'm like, oh, this is a gift because I'm starting fresh with a clean slate. I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to do the things I can do right. And then I realize, oh, wow, I've, I've reached the same level of fitness, and I'm spending half the time here. It's like it was a fucking waste. Like I, it was like it was, I was training. I was exercising for the figment of my imagination. It wasn't even right. what my body needed. So I think, you know, for you, you know, the, you're having to constantly tune up with your back. You need to look at it as a time to recalibrate. Yes. So then it's like, okay, well, let's recalibrate. Like what, you know, how did I injure myself? Where was I getting careless? Was I not executing the proper form? Was I trying to do too much in that? So then it's like you think like, oh, I'm going to do the step mill, but I'm going to not hold on to the rails. And all of a sudden that, you know, I, c- I can only do half the time there. Sure. And then you build back up and then you're doing the exercise right. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's a challenging shift that you have to make in your mind. But I think you need to look, like Eugene always says, like, think of yourself like as an athlete. Sure. So when, you know, somebody pulls their hamstring, like, their season isn't over. They just adjust. It's like, okay, we got to get the hamstring healthy, and then I've got to figure out why I pulled it in the first place, and then make sure that that doesn't happen in the future. Also, another thing that, uh, as far as mentality that we do want you to think about is, think about the journey that you've already gone through. Right. uh, And how great that is. And also... uh, in order to get through a workout or think of a workout being good or bad is uh, a good workout is a workout period. Whatever that is, yep. is a good one. Uh, and it's good for now. It was good for today. And then just move forward from that because you got to the gym or you got to work out. That's already you're already doing better than not being able to work out that day. So give yourself that credit. Right. Um, allow yourself to be happy with where you are. And and move forward. Also, talk to your trainer. Like you need to uh, be as a, a, you need to be an advocate for yourself. Yeah, and yeah. and and you have to tell them my back hurts, 
Why is my back always hurting? I mean, there's a possibility, honestly, since you've gotten your surgery done, and um, if you were that overweight at one point, there's a chance that your um, your core strength, your abs, are not as strong as your back strength. It's usually true. So yeah. you might have to work on your core strength to relieve some of the tension from your back. That's just from the outside perspective, not knowing what your doctors have told you, but just think about that and maybe talk to your, your trainer and your doctor about that. Do I need to work on my core strength uh, because I'm putting a lot of pressure on my back when you do things? Because uh, that usually holds uh, – whenever people have lower back pain, it's usually because they're holding their body wrong. Right. Their posture is wrong. So try to keep that in mind. Maybe just open a dialogue with your trainer uh, and tell them that those concerns. Yeah. So, yeah, a good workout is a workout period, and then you just got to move on. So don't go bragging about how great your workout was. Yeah. You had a good one. Don't fucking rest on your laurel like, oh, you should have seen me Tuesday. Yeah. You hear me, Finn? Finn. No. But Pixar didn't happen. But Pixar didn't <laughs> happen. Pixar didn't happen. It doesn't want... matter what you're doing. Don't go bragging about it, but, I mean, do send us yeah, pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a mixed message. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. No, by all means, please brag to us. Finn. Yeah. We love it. And we love super, that you're going there. Yeah, so. super proud of you. Great. Great. Awesome. I love that you guys are, you know, people are taking up the message and evangelizing on your behalf. I love That's it, awesome. man. It's great. It's great that people are listening. We're, it's great that people are, like, uh, Putting things out there for the the nutritional challenge. To yeah, help I'm gonna each re- other out. I'm gonna retweet that. So a guy created like a little resource for people to use. So we'll all we'll we'll both retweet some stuff about the challenge because people have been asking. Great, uh, cool. We got some um, we got some let's do it. supersets going on. Let's let's answer a couple of questions quickly from Twitter. If you have a question that could fit on Twitter, which means it's like less than 140 characters, you can reach us at the dumbbells. On Twitter, uh, if you have a longer form question like that last one from Finn, which we thank you so much for doing, take a um, screen grab and tweet it. Uh, take a screen grab and tweet it, or you could just email us at right. askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Yeah, not all of us are uh, fucking that tech savvy, right? Yeah, n- not all of us are trying to beat the system of Twitter. Yeah, what are you, a hacker, Kula? I'm a lobbyist for uh, Twitter. Ah, uh, <laughs> Mr. <Jesus> Robot. <laughs> uh, okay, this comes to us from at Peggy Hannah. Dumbbells, is there a way to work out your abs without doing crunches slash sit-ups? I feel really self-conscious doing crunches at the gym, frowny face. Oh. Um, Yeah, there's plenty of workouts that you can do uh, to work on your abs Uh, or your core strength. Squats. (laughs) We're always going to push squats. Always push squats. Squats do help. Uh, You can do... Ooh, uh, ooh, can I suggest one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just planks, planks, starting with like... Planks is great. Yeah. Uh, kayaks, as we were talking about, works. Right. Um, I mean, if you, you know, there's like a, there's the, it's like a, the chair, like where you suspend yourself in and you, you pull your knees up to your chest. Yep. There's the straps that you could buy, you know, so that you can like, you do the same kind of movement. Yeah. You know, suspended in the air. The same as the... So, uh, so I don't know if she doesn't want to get down on the ground okay. in front of people so that, you know, then you're upright. Yeah. There's um, a static hold that you can do as well that's similar to the ca- kayak or the plank where you're on your butt uh, where it's more like a hollow rock or like, you know, you look like a banana on the floor. Uh, I don't know if that makes you self-conscious <laughs> on the floor, but... You might not want to do that. You should explain to people like I'm, I'm like a banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just keep just keep saying like 
a monkey should eat me over and over yeah, again. Yeah, that'll help, like, and say, like, some or of the make me a split. Yeah. yeah, yeah, make me a split. <laughs> and uh, you'll feel way less psychotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now it's about your bits. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, uh, what else? Uh, you could, I mean, there's like the ones where you're, you can do a hang from a, um, yeah, so that's if you don't have the straps, you can just hang from the bar, pull your knees up to your yeah, chest. Yeah, you can do knee raises. Yeah, um, and then you can do like standing where you're uh, moving one knee into one elbow. You yeah, know? yeah, you can do that, or you can do this. Uh, if you don't shower at the gym, you go home to shower before before you jump in the shower. Do what Kula does, and just do your abs right before you jump in the shower. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. when you get home, because then that you don't have to worry about anybody else. Just get a yoga mat. Roll it out or some linoleum. Mm-hmm. Roll I it out linoleum. <laughs> yeah. and uh, get naked and do some crunches there uh, right before you jump in the shower. Um, also, everybody is at the gym is trying to work out. Uh, if they're going to give you shit, then fuck those people. Right. And then also, I, I, you know, physio ball, you know, that's like a yoga ball. Yeah. Abs off a yoga ball is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, you can do like you could take the, the tricep extension rope. And, uh, you know, over your head and then do like, uh, you know, just weighted flexion yeah. from a standing position. You um, can get uh, one of those belts that uh, you can just wear while watching TV and it sends electric charges. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can do abdominizer. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, the, the old school one that looks like it's shaking your body. You could do that. Tough to find, but if you can get Tough one, to find, but built like a tank. <laughs> yep. It takes up so much space, but I, I guess. Gets results. Gets results. Uh, okay, so let's do one more because okay. um, this is from uh, Nolan in Visobill 42. Got we it. answered his Wayne in question. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I feel bad because this he actually asked this before he's going to hear what we answered. But he says, what would you guys recommend to drink for someone who is trying to stop drinking soda? I'm currently drinking way too much. Got it. And we figured that he probably was drinking soda. Yeah. And told him to stop without <laughs> giving him any ideas as yeah. to what to drink in place of that. I mean, uh, unfortunately, water. Yeah, or l- go Lacroix. Yeah, I don't know. Is that is that uh, nationwide? Oh, it may not be nationwide. I, I know it's, it's I think huge it here. But there's like other variations of it. You yeah, know, there's a uh, New York Seltzer. And right. There's all so kinds of off brands. It's the zero calorie flavored flavored seltzer. seltzer. Yeah, it what? has slight essence of whatever the. F- fruit flavor is. Yeah. And so here's the thing, dude. If you're used to drinking Coke, it's going to bump you at first because it certainly doesn't taste like regular Coke You're going to crash, all. too. You're going to crash, too. But it will satisfy putting a cold ha- can in your hands, yeah. and then you get the pop when it opens, and you get some fizz. Yes. You know, you can also do, like, Pellegrino and a squeeze of lime. Sure. Um, you know, you can do, like, a kombucha tea. Um which is kind of tasty and soda you know, go for the low-sugar variety. If you can do a unsweetened, like if you're going to Starbucks, get an unsweetened green tea. Yeah, green uh, green tea. iced tea. That'll and help. That'll give you the caffeine. That'll uh, give you a caffeine boost. That's, that's another thing that you might be, you know, yeah, needing yes. that soda for. He's yeah. looking for that little pick-me-up. Caffeine boost and that ice-cold refreshment. Yeah. Yeah, and then just doctor it up, like put put the uh, lemon and stuff in there, so that yeah. you, don't, you know you have to make it enjoyable for yourself. So if you need to add a little ritual to it, so that it feels like you're doing something, yeah, that that helps because otherwise it's just like f- fuck water. Yeah, listen, you know? I mean, there's a poss- uh You can also do a thing where you you get a jug uh, or a pitcher, you put it in your fridge, you fill it with filtered water. And then cut up some oranges, and you cut up some fruit, and you put it in there, and just let it sit in there. Don't, don't 
go buying like fruit juice. Yeah. But if you slice up some oranges, you make your own spa water, and you make your own spa water. Put some cucumbers in there. It'll take taste refreshing. It'll have a little bit of that sweetness to it. So uh, hopefully that, and you know it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to help. Uh, right. And then I'll, I don't know. Maybe we'll put it up on Twitter. We'll, we'll see if we can get people to offer up some other suggestions sure. too. We'll I'll tweet something out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that'd be good. Great. Great. Uh, awesome. Chris Kula, do you have anything you'd like to plug? No. Okay. Uh, you can catch me uh, running around the San Fernando Valley, Burbank, yes. North Hollywood, Chandler Bike Path. I'll be there uh, this Sunday night. Hey, man. Right. <laughs> yo, check, yo, yo, check out Kula on that Chandler Bike Path every Sunday night. Yep. Uh, right around dusk. Me. <laughs> I've seen it. It's pretty tight. It's pretty. It's good. It's good. Yo, the and then, oh, here's one Kula Chris secret that I know about as far as running is concerned. What do you listen to when you run? Oh, that's a good uh, – I listen to a lot of podcasts, this one included. I've uh-huh. sent you pics while uh, – Yeah, you emailed them to us. And interesting. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I screen grab myself. <laughs> <picture>. <laughs> the most confusing way of conveying yeah. For being a Twitter advocate, yeah. getting the email uh, was pretty weird. <laughs> I don't want anyone else to see this. <laughs> please retweet <laughs> Please uh, put on your Twitter. Or if he wants us to publish yeah, hey, his man, picture. If you want yeah. this to be your thing that Got you it. send out. Podcast, listen Got to it. a lot of audiobooks in my long runs. There you I go. I need a little you know, page turner to help the while away the hours. You know? That's pretty great. I never think about that of like listening to a book yeah listen to a lot of stephen king that way nice it's like you know it's, it's scare you forward oh man it keeps me i'm like i hope there's no ghosts <laughs> <laughs> uh but then when i run a race it's always got to be fish pick a different live Ooh, show and, and nice, yeah, really? it's wow. kind of like you know oh i don't know what's coming in the set list so it's like i'm at a show Wow, yeah, very cool. Experiencing it, yeah. So it's, it's not shows that you've been to. It's usually... Some, but uh, sometimes I'll pick like, oh, I don't know what this was. A, oh, you know, that's fine. Yeah, show from The Gorge, and I'm going to... Yep. And they're longer than your runs. I will say when it gets down to like mile 11, 12, when I'm really like hitting it, and it's like they're in some very loose noodly <laughs> jam. It's like, come on, come on, let's uh, fast forward through this. Got and, it. Ooh, this will uh, die with disease. That'll get me through to the finish. Very fun. Cool. Uh, and you can catch Kula Chris or Chris Kula, uh, at the Smokes every Monday at UCB. Most Mondays. Yep. Most Mondays at UCB. Uh, for us, uh, again, you can email us questions at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. You can reach us social media-wise, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at The Dumbbells. Also, rate and review us on iTunes. Buy some fucking cool merch. Get yourself some merch. Um, yeah. And, uh, hey, everybody listening... On behalf of myself and Eugene, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Chris Kula, we'd like to remind you all, everyone listening out there, that no matter what you're doing to live, thrive, and survive, please remember to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Mama Earn! You gotta mama feel the burn! That was a HeadGum Podcast.